The following is the English translation of Pastor Moen Wu's teaching on the book of Genesis chapter 31 and 32, translated by David. Read the Bible every day so you will be full of faith. Today we will review Genesis chapter 31 and 32. God is making a move. God spoke. But most importantly, how does Jacob respond? When God speaks and leads us, but in our heart we may still have doubts, we often discount our response to God by 50% or 70%. Through the scripture today that we can learn to respond to God 100%. Chapter 31 verse 1. Jacob heard that, that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all this wealth from what belonged to our father. What have happened before is that Laban and his sons took the dowry for Leah and Rachel in Jacob's wages for the last 14 years. And they never said a thing. But in this six short years, all weak animals belong to Laban and the strong ones belong to Jacob. They start talking. In verse 2, and Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude towards him was not what it had been. Jacob realized that this is not a place he shall stay any longer. He know it is about time to return to his father's land. In verse 3, God finally spoke. In the last 20 years, Jacob suffered so much. He was cheated by Laban by changing his wages 10 times. God did not speak. Sometimes when we are in troubling times, we wonder, Why God don't you speak to me? Why won't you answer my prayer, Lord? God is actually waiting for us to step into our faith. When we respond to God in faith, his word will come. In verse 4, Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. This is what God said 20 years ago. Wherever you go, I will be with you. But does Jacob feel God had been with him these 20 years? He married one and he did not want to. And the wages got cheated, and he earned nothing for 14 years. Through his own strategy, he finally prospered in the last six years. Does Jacob really feel that God was with him? Today, we often think that God is not with us through in our troubling times. As if God is with us only when things are going well. But God's word not only leads Jacob, but also reminds him. That I am with you these 20 years. I am still with you in the future. Verse 4 to 12. Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to leave. He told him, he told him how God led him to prosper in the last six years. In verse 13 says that I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me. <clears throat> now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. God's reminder helped Jacob remember that how God promised him and how he had made a vow to God. Oftentimes when, our, when we are suffering, we will forget our calling and destiny. We must pray often for our souls to be awakened. Everything in our morning prayer, we pray, God help awaken my soul. No matter how difficult during hot times, I must know you are with me. I must step 
into your calling on my life. I want to hear you speak clearly. You're the God of Bethel. I encounter in my vow. Lows. So Rachel and Leah both agreed to leave, since see, they had gotten nothing. In verse 20, moreover, Jacob deceived Laban, the Aramean, by not telling him that he was running away. So he fled with all he had, crossed the Euphrates River, and hid it for the hills country of Gilead. God already spoken, you can leave. But how did Jacob respond? He deceived Laban in running away without telling him. Jacob could have just told Laban boldly, sometimes we're like this. God has spoken and let you, but we lack the confidence and the boldness to release God's word. Jacob is not Jacob is not afraid to tell Rachel and Leah about God's word, about his leadership and guidance, but he was afraid to tell Laban. Dear family, we're like this sometimes. When we are facing certain authority figure in things, we get timid. What a pity that is. God's word is not only promoting us, but also bless our authority. God will give us an opportunity between our authority and us with hearts of love and unity. Whether it is our parents or supervisors in the workplace or even church leaders or government office, we must seek God and to give me the confidence to release what you commanded me to do. God will make the way for us. Don't just sneak out from verse 22 to 28. They chased and caught up with him at Gilead. If it wasn't because God spoke to Laban in verse 24, where he says, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. And in verse 29, Laban said to Jacob, I have the power to harm you. But last night, the God of your father said to me, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. So God actually has been protecting Jacob. But he still had fear inside of him. We must have faith to pray that, Lord, please remove the fear in me so I may respond to your word courageously. Now, Rachel did something. She stole his father's idols, kind of like a local deity for protection of their cattle and for good weather and harvest and such. Why did she take these? Because she wanted protection and grace for them. In the past 20 years, Jacob had not mentioned anything about God to his wives and children. So Rachel know that God will lead them and protect them. So she took the idols, thinking that I would do it. In verse 32, Jacob said, But if you find anyone who has your gods, that person shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see yourself whether there is anything of yours here with me. And if so, take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel has stolen the gods. So tragic did happen to his beloved Rachel. Sometimes, when we are in extreme condition, you must have a tight leash of your tongue. The best way to break out of difficult time is praising and gratefulness. Verses 36 to 42, Jacob unleashed all his frustration onto Laban. But in reality, was Laban and Esau really responsible for all that he has suffered? 
No, he was himself. Why did he escape to Laban's place 20 years ago? Because he tried to fulfill God's promise to him by his doing his own way. He tricked his own father with the help of his, mo of his mother. He wanted Rachel and not Leah. And he met up with Laban, who was trickier than him. He tried to get everything with his own hands. So what really caused his pain were not Laban and his older brother Esau. He was actually himself. So we shall not blame people around us. Any pruning from God, just be grateful and thank God for his mercy and healing and forgiving us. I want to repent before you. Help me be restored and return, return to the path you favor. Then both Jacob and Laban made a covenant with a pillar made of stones and called it Galid. And they named this, and they named this place Mizpah to serve as a witness between them, since neither one of them trusts one another. Let God be their witness. From that time on, Jacob began to set up sanctuaries and worship God openly. He boldly revered God before Laban. In chapter 32, Jacob also went on his way, and the angel of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is the camp of God. So he named that place Mahanian, which means two camps. He knows on his journey back to his father's land, there will be conflict. Not only he had to face Laban, he must also face his older brother Esau. So he finally realized in this place, he need to learn to depend on God. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And say to his, say to him that your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained there till now. Jacob sent over 400 cattle of sheep, goats, donkeys, and servants to show his respect to his older brother. When Jacob encountered God's angels, he knew it's time for him to make decisions and to be brave and reach out to his brother Esau. He no longer tries to escape. He knows that God is protecting him. When he spoke to Laban in his dreams, so he bravely made offering to God. As soon as he worshipped God's angel army showed up. Mahanian is about two camps about to fight. But he knows God is on his side to protect him. In verse 9, then Jacob prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you who said to me, go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan. But now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, and I'm afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and will make you descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. Jacob began to understand he is powerless and can get away from Esau's hand. He knows he can't escape with all the people with him. He knows to seek God for help. So dear family, sometimes God will also bring us to Mahanian. So you must have to face conflict 
at that moment. You have no choice but to face this painful moment. Just like two camps are about to fight, this is the time we must awaken to God's promise, his word and mightiness in time to be certain. Even Jacob has resorted to his old ways and tried to comfort his old brother and try to run away. You can run away your whole life. Mahanian helps us in the moment to stand in God's promise and his word and bravely to face these difficulties. God's word will lead us to victory. That night, he sent more gifts to his brother with goats, sheep, camels, donkeys, and cattle, almost 600 in number, so much of it. So he can tell he must have been blessed so greatly at Laban's land. If you fear God, you will not be sure. God will bless you. Jacob continues to send gifts on day one, two, and three, but he still has fear inside of him. He puts his servant, wives, Leah and Rachel and children before him, still fearful. But that night in Jabbok, he wrestled, he wrestled with God's messenger until daybreak. This wrestled was engaged by God, not initiated by Jacob. Once you're in Mahanian, you have to decide if you choose to stay in God's faithfulness and word and face things bravely. God will also bring us to the ford of the Jabbok, which means completely pour out. I let go all my worries and all of my own understandings and all my decisions. God will meet you there. In the process of wrestling with God, there may be a huge struggle inside. When you touch the socket, when he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, near the tendon so that his hip was wrenched and he as he wrestled with the man not that god could not overpower him but god wanted to show how strong jacob's flesh was flesh was if in those times of hardship we can still be able to handle it our own ways we can also pray to god won't you please also touch the socket of my my hip so I can understand how strong my flesh is, and I can bow down, so I can bow down. Please help me that at the cross forward of Jabbok to let go completely and obey you completely and surrender to you. In Pastor Gray's inner life teaching on how to understand God's will, she often reminded us that at least you, um, unless you are completely prepared to be a person who is completely obedient or else you will not benefit much from this message because you will still think for yourself and God's commitment will only be merely a consideration for you. God's commitment will not be able to lead you completely. This is what Jabbat is about. Lord, may you be victorious and you increase, you increase and I must decrease. God's messenger, when God's messenger wants to leave, Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. This is when Jacob realized that he needs to hold on to God completely. The messenger said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and humans and have overcome. So this is not about he had beaten God. 
or so his name was changed to Israel. But because God has changed his name from today and on, his weakness in God, he regard him have overcome. So his re- obedience in God, he is regarded as strong. It is not about if I could be God and men, so I can be Israel. It is because I surrendered and bowed down to God, and the socket of my hip was touched by him. With complete obedience, God will seek us as overcomers. Whenever we surrender and empty out ourselves and let go of our own wills completely, we'll be a true victor. In verse 30, Jacob named the place Peniel, which means face of God. We encounter God face to face, and my life has been saved. So, dear family, when you meet God face to face, we will be like in Mahanian. We must empty ourselves completely in petition to God to crucify our old self completely. That's when we are truly overcomers in Israel. If you still have your flesh with your own rationality and strategies and stronghold, dear family, we won't be able to step onto our calling. So, dear family, we bless starting today. We have true humility and gratefulness inside of us. Petition to God to take us to Mahanian and face our struggle bravely because His word will guide us. Petition to God to take us to the fort of Jabak to empty ourselves completely. Take petition to God to take us to wrestle with Him and not only touch our flesh or our old self and limp, but crucify our flesh in our old self completely. Only then we will be a true overcomer. We can overcome before God and men. Amen.